Hello, hello. This is Laura Camacho, the founder of Mixonian Institute. This is the Speak Up podcast where we talk about the things you need to know in order to move ahead at work. And I am still buzzing from the great energy at the Dig South conference last week. That's a large tech conference that's held in Charleston every year. And I learned so much and just a few of the things I learned about virtual reality commerce. That was something amazing from this company called Space Scout run by Cleveland Brown in Los Angeles. I learned on the latest in crisis communication from Lane Castleman at Greenbrier PR and he used to be head of communication at Uber so he had a lot to share how product development is now part of the CMO's role from Jocelyn Mangan. She used to be the CMO of Snag and leveraging consumer neuroscience in the age of distraction from Dr. Carl Marcy. And this is just a tip, a teeny, teeny tip of the iceberg of everything covered at a conference. Just some highlights. But this was really interesting. Uh, Dr. Marcy shared some really solid research on multitasking. When you're switching one, your attention between tasks, you know, that's what multitasking is, going, switching from, you know, your phone to your computer to the person talking to you to back to the phone, back to the computer. That's the process called multitasking, and it affects the brain in three different ways. It slows down the brain's processing speed. Two, it provides lower quality processing. And three, it consumes a lot of energy. Like your brain consumes so much energy. I don't remember uh, he, he mentioned, you know, how much it was, but your brain really does consume a lot of energy. So that leaves the person feeling tired, and with the, because you're tired, you feel like you've been productive, but not really. Uh, to work today, of course, it demands more and more energy, and I mean personal energy, not the kind that produces electricity. And so your team needs energy to keep up with the work from any place, any time expectation, uh, the need to innovate and deal with so many new competitors coming up or industry disruption. So your job as leader is now more about managing team energy than it is about managing work or the people. And that doesn't mean you're going to be this jumping up and down manic cheerleader, but it's about managing your team's energy to keep them in high performance mode. Fatigue can lead to negativity and negativity affects work quality and it only takes one person to bring down the others. It's actually really expensive. A negativity blinds you to available opportunities. It blocks creativity and resourcefulness and and negativity hampers inductive reasoning. So now it's your job to manage team's energy and by manage, I mean, keep the work environment safe, open, and optimistic. That, of course, does not mean you're going to ignore problems. You should embrace the gift of problems for being growth opportunities. I mean, in the end, you can't, you know, you can't avoid problems. They're going to be there no matter what. So tool number one is something I borrowed from PMP Risk Management, and that PMP is Project Management Professional Methodology. It offers this useful tool for dealing with problems without being consumed by them. 
and it comes from the way project managers deal with risk. And what is a risk in the end but a potential problem? So, you know, this is a whole, it can be a complex tool. I'm going to give you a real actionable version. You list every risk that you see. You know, you do this with your team. You write down what you think the impact would be if it comes to pass. The probability that of it coming into play, that could be high, medium, or low. And then you would assign a person to manage that risk. So that way you're acknowledging potential problems. And of course, there'll be other ones that come up, but that's a good way to, you know, be positive, but not be blind. And tool number two is to look at your company culture. Your company has a culture, whether you recognize it or not. Uh, It can be hard to perceive if you've been working there a long time. But here are some specific things you can look at. These are some questions, you know, to, to ponder or talk about. Like, is your team prone to drama? Is anyone creating drama by bad-mouthing others? How is the lighting? Is there clutter? How how is everyone's attitude? Is there a strong connection to purpose? Do your distributed workers feel included? Are people working a reasonable number of hours? Is there a place where people can work without distractions? For everyone's supposed love of data, team energy is not easy to quantify, but that doesn't mean it's not important. Everyone feels it. Energy is a great topic to bring up with your people and get their input and take steps to improve the energy level. I have some other articles about personal energy. Uh, One is called Keeping Your Energy Insanely Positive. There's Protecting Your Energy from Negative People. And I even have a playlist to raise your energy like before a presentation. We also have a learning lab on managing energy. So that's it for today. I hope you have a great day. I hope you go out and be very aware of your energy level and that of your teams. That's something that really is foundational to high performance. And please visit the Mixonian blog at mixonian.com. And we offer great, fun, highly effective, multidisciplinary uh, soft skills training, or as I like to call it, high impact skills training. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. Bye.